speaking for me is like walking towards my purpose. I had a weird upbringing. I come from divorced parents, had a bad youth. I was kicked out of professional football and expelled from college. So I was 24 and well, basically a misfit. Most of the ex-football players go into gambling or the dark side of life. I fell in love with marketing and the internet and, and that gave me everything that I am today. Uh, well, speaking life is uh, very much like artist life. I uh, fly around the world around 200 times a year. It can be short European trips or to the US or Asia. And the weird thing is that you only speak for 30 to 60 minutes. So I really need to power and charge myself to light up a venue. He will tell you a bit about who he is, what inspires him and how he turned from a misfit into a speaker and an entrepreneur. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm in uh, Belgrado, Serbia, uh, invited to speak at the uh, Novak Djokovic Foundation. Not only the greatest tennis player of all times, but also uh, a great person with a purpose. And their foundation is uh, helping kids with education and young entrepreneurs. Did anybody study Industry 4.0 in school? Nobody did. I didn't. Nobody did. So it's difficult for us to unlearn and relearn and look again because we mostly are judgmental. There is something really special on this trip. Jelena Djokovic, the founder of the Djokovic Foundation, she also runs the uh, original magazine and the Dare to Be original conference. She spotted me at the Webit conference in uh, Sofia and she said, I would like to invite you to come to Belgrade to speak at our uh, conference. And she will conduct uh, an interview about my vision on business, economy, the future, and also authenticity of people and leadership. So I'm really excited and looking forward to that. What are the good examples today that you find? Because I know you criticize a lot of what's yeah. happening and, and yeah. I'd like to know what are the good examples. Well, one of my drivers, I think, is that uh, I, I didn't plan to become an independent writer or speaker. It was never part of the plan. I didn't want to be on stage. I hated speaking. I well, didn't... you're very good at it. Yeah, I, I don't know <laughs> what it is. Maybe because I have a, a, a mission or a purpose. And, and on stage, it's like a fish in the water warm tropical sea it's like walking towards my purpose and uh, and that is to inspire people that we can really use technology f to build a, a greater better cleaner planet and i really 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 believe that so that's why i love to be on stage well the real benefits uh, to me as public speaker are that i get to travel a lot i get to meet a lot of uh, beautiful places people i see a lot of cities and uh, the most interesting is that I uh, learn a lot from different people, scientists, artists that join the conferences. I learn about local cultures, economies, politics, religion, and that's really enriching my life. So when I'm backstage, uh, the fun really starts for me in, uh, in, in learning and in meeting uh, interesting people. Well, one of the downsides of public speaking is that with uh, 200 talks per year, mainly international, a public speaker like me must struggle to be home for Thanksgiving and Christmas. And a real downside of the job, uh, being a, a professional independent speaker and publicist, I'm very outspoken, I'm very bold. 
And uh, in this world of fake news, but also shady regimes, I'm sometimes uh, really scared. And uh, that's because I've been arrested one time in uh, Dubai for cursing on stage. I said fucking corporate bullshit. The benefit was that the police drove a Lamborghini. But uh, yeah, I was pretty scared because they could have kept me in jail for a year. And I've had uh, an uh, arrest in, uh, in Turkey where I said something about freedom of speech and what my uh, opinion was on freedom of speech and, and how journalists and people like me should be able to speak their minds in public places. So uh, it's becoming more uh, risky and scary. I was a chief marketing officer at listed companies. I decided that I wanted to leave the corporate world and I founded three businesses in 2003. They were very successful and in 2008 Sir Martin Sorrell WPP acquired uh, three of my businesses. And then one big thing in my life changed. Before that I was this weird guy and the, the line between having a radical vision and being a complete idiot is really thin. And, and that is the perception of the people. When I sold three businesses, I was suddenly entitled to speak. Maybe being bald and a gray beard also helps, being more senior. Speaking for me is like walking towards my purpose. In life, I got really uh, inspired by uh, Nelson Mandela and uh, Malala Yousafzai. People that really want to do better for this world. They don't give a shit about profitability. They risk their own life to do good and to help people and to uh, do something with education. And, and that really inspired me to embrace education as a key in, in life. Everything that I do today on stage is talking about how we can change this world with technology, how we can cure diseases, save the environment. And for example, very important to me, is that we can help people with education, especially in poorer countries. We can connect them to the internet and help them with education and that to me is really really important. So for me public speaking is not only a passion and a mission but it's also a purpose and the more I speak and write the more I can tell my message on how I think that uh, it will help people to, uh, to get active and to embrace technology and, and to make this world a better place.